1590 afterwards, June 7th edition. That's episode 20-something or other. How did we get this far? I don't know, but is June 7th important in your life? It's, the, it's my date of birth. I was born 50 years ago on this date. 50 years ago on this date. I remember my 50th, and the world didn't end, but I did get a lot older. Uh, but So what do you think birthdays? When was your last significant birthday where it meant something to you as a dude? Like in the celebration. I would say, like, uh, was it 23 when you can rent a car? Same with me. I was so practical about all of that because, you know, it was like since I looked so young, it was like 17 for the movie, Mm -hmm. 18 for the this, 21 to grab a beer, and everything was insurance breaks and all of that stuff. And after that, I was like, okay, you know, it's just now we're just counting. Who cares? Sagittal Page said it best. You wouldn't know how old you are if you didn't know your date of birth. Something that is so obvious but so profound. Wow, that really is. Because yeah, if you didn't know, it's like, how old are you? Oh, somebody might get old or younger, but it just doesn't mean anything. So, a uh, big celebration, balloon drop? Oh, nothing really super exciting planned. I know the kids have a little something or other planned after after the— I just realized I used something or other twice in the episode mm. already. <laughs> I, the kids have the last day of school today, so after their little ceremony, we're going to do something. That'll be fun. Yeah. Make it, and that's what I used to do. When I, I had either Father's Day or my birthday, I would all, because Cole, he's a little guy, and it was so funny. I'd say, Cole, what do you think I should do? This happened yesterday. Uh, what do you think I should do on my birthday? You're really good at this. Oh, you want to go miniature golfing. How did you know? <laughs> so he would all, we would end up picking the thing he wanted to do. So we'd go bowling and, and just do stuff like that. And it was, what do I want to eat? Oh, uh, you want to eat Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, you're right. I do want to eat Taco Bell. But it was real fun. And that's, especially once you get kids, it's always. Yeah, and he's not going to pick anything you don't want to do. He's yeah, going to pick fun stuff. Exactly. We want to go to the opera, Father. Yeah, that didn't come up at all. So it was always fun. I had uh, the greater pleasure was in that. I think that's really we, had a good time. We kind of shared that where our joy is like doing things mm-hmm. that the kids enjoy doing, kind of being there and seeing it through their eyes. That's that's the fun yep. part of life. Really. Yep, that is. That's that's the big bonus out of getting the kids there. I want to talk about your Instagram posts that involved your daughter. <laughs> this is funny. We did not talk about this on the show, by the way, but afterwards includes our lives, too. So let's talk about that post. Yeah. My daughter, uh, we had a little talk. Tommy gave me his blessing to start dating, I think, uh, before the boxes were opened in my new apartment after the divorce. But uh, here we are about two years later, and my daughter tells me that that she would be okay with me getting a girlfriend. Mm. And there was only the one condition. So on my Instagram post, I put down, can you guess what that condition is? And I put like intellect and humor and that kind of stuff. But her one condition was that she has to have a dog. So (laughs) she has to have a dog. See, that's, that's a girl thinking. And that's, that's a good one. So that's what, uh, that's what her uh, insistence was with that. So if she comes up, she better, be able to produce a dog quickly. Yeah, and it's practical because think about it. Maddie and her don't have to get along. If she's got a dog that Maddie can go play with, she's not going to mind. She could just go hang out. So that's very smart. That's my daughter. So it's just fun no matter what. Yeah. And that'll be good. So uh, looking for – not that we're uh, pitching that on this show, but if <laughs> yeah. something does come up, you can contact uh, – yeah. what's your Instagram? Yeah, go to at XL Comic. <laughs> you could find me on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, you could submit all of your pertinent information, and we'll put you in the casting process. And that's what we have here. So talking about other people who celebrate on this day, uh, we have two that are pretty profound and pretty interesting in their 
entertainment. Now, one unfortunately passed, and the other, remarkably, is still with us. Tom Jones. Tom Jones was born on the same day as you. I didn't realize Tom Jones was still with us. That's amazing. 83 years old, and the dude can still belt. I played a medley, and sincerely... I'm afraid. Do you think we could get away with it playing the medley mm-hmm. if I if I brought that up here? Okay, we've got to just just play this here, and uh, and watch watch how it goes. This is the talent and the range of I will say, Mr. Tom Jones. First a show we talked about yesterday. Here is from Wales, Tom Jones, and he's magnificent. That was Ed Sullivan. Everyone knows the song. Tom Jones once again. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Hippies. Isn't that crazy? And they're playing with them. You'll hear their harmonies coming up. This was on the Tom Jones Show. What's this song? You burn me with your questions. You'd have me telling no lies. You wonder what it's all about and never listen to my replies. When you tell me that I talk enough, and when I do, I'm just a fool. This time I've come to realize I'm gonna shoot through and leave you. These things you say. That is EMF, who had a huge hit. Like to do a tribute to the late, great genius called Prince. Wow. He's doing this right now. Nobody else can see me. You don't have to be Pretty insane, what we just heard. We went back to, I'm guessing, the mid-early 60s with Tom Jones' original, right. Not Unusual, into Crosby, Stills, Nash, Long Time Gone, song so written good. by David Crosby, into a more modern song like EMF that's still like 25 years old. But it's when you think of Tom Jones and then Prince. And he kills all of them. I've seen him in concert twice. He did all that stuff. The man is just a machine. So good. Yeah, amazing. And David Crosby, the look on his face was like, dude, I'm high. Don't do it. Because you could just they were like, what is he doing here? Some people <laughs> mock and say they were, they were laughing at him. Uh-uh, they weren't. Nobody laughs at a voice like that. Right. You do not. You know, Neil Young's up there looking over like, what the heck is going on here? It's amazing. And then we also have the man whose birthday would have been celebrated today, and that's Prince. Mm-hmm. And we have songs like Raspberry Bourree. Yeah. It's a great song. Killed the Super Bowl. 
He was so good at the Super Bowl. Was that the best ever? It, because of the rain, it kind of yeah. had to be. That was that was time that was kind of weird. Felt pretty divine. So we got that song from Mr. Prince, and then we got this guy. Mm. This bugs me because there's such a long walk-up, even though it's funny. But the actual song itself just kicks butt. Mm-hmm. He's just insane. And that's Prince. Did he die at 50? No, he must have been older than that. I don't remember what how old he was when he yeah, passed. Yeah, he uh, he's uh, five weeks older than me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Total original, though. Prince was it. Prince was the guy. So were you... A Prince fan? Oh, yeah. I went to see Prince live a few times. Uh, In fact, I saw him twice in Sacramento, once where he actually did the hits. And then he also had one where he did a general admission tour where you camped out and your seating was based on where you were in line. And it was, I can't remember, it was 50 bucks or something like that. And it was just a jam session. It was just him, no openers. It was so good. He's the guy that got booed off the stage when he opened for the Rolling Stones in L.A. Wow. Yep, a lot of rockers didn't get it. Great. So now I'm and I'm going to indulge myself further because I do enjoy music. I uh, will let this kind of play underneath us a little bit as we're chatting about all of these things that happen in life. When you lose great performers like this very, very early, like when I was a kid, it was Hendrix and Joplin and Morrison and a few of those. And later on, Cobain and a few of them, then certainly Prince uh, was a huge loss in how big he was and how dynamic he was and a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And being like Michael Jordan, Prince knew he was the best. He did, yeah, and there was, there was no replicating him. Nobody could even try to replicate him. Yeah, it was original and unusual. Plus, he can play the bass like a madman, and he can sing and dance like a fool, and he can also play the guitar. Here we go. This is at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You can find this on the YouTube any day. And he kept looking out the corner of his eyes because there's a lot of other big guitarists on stage. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew there's Prince playing right now. So uh, <laughs> remarkable talent, remarkable talent. And uh, I know a few people have gone to the park. That's Paisley Park. Paisley oh, Paisley park. park out there in Minnesota. Yeah, I in believe Minnesota. that is the name of it. Yeah, yeah that's, his, uh, that, that's where his studio and everything was. So always great to hear the good music and people who were born on the day. And it's also fun. One of the things that's fun about birthdays is that's how people find, oh, that guy was born on my day. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, I just find it endlessly interesting and fascinating. Another thing that happened, if you've ever seen the wonderful movie Quiz Show, Quiz Show, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie about the Quiz Show scandal. Mm-hmm. And the $64,000 question premiered on TV back in 1955, and it was really the basis of the cheating. Now, the cheating worked where people were kind of accidentally slid the questions and the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but they had to get the good actors. <laughs> and then they would get it. And this show was such a smash hit. It, it was appointment viewing. Everybody wanted to see. And then it got founded out. But one of the great winners on it was Dr. Joyce Brothers. Do you know her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the psych, a psychologist who was on TV, huge in the old days. Brilliant lady. and Countless she books. Yeah. Literally had a photographic memory. So what, and I'll give you this much, what sport? Here comes this woman, and her expertise is in this sport on a quiz show. What sport did she pick? It's brilliant mm. to be the expert on. Dr. Joyce Brothers. I'm going to say golf. Boxing. Oh. Because it's finite. Two people 
rounds, and she said she could just memorize all the pieces of it, and she kicked butt. I think she won the 64 grand. Wow. And they said, you in boxing? She said, well, I have photographic memory, and I knew that I would be able to memorize enough of it to have odds very good that I'd win the show. That's what Dr. Joyce Brothers did. First president on color TV. Oh, first president on color TV. I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Cotter. Eisenhower. Oh. Way back. Wow. Way back, yes. Way back then. And we had the brand new, think of this, the home videotape recorder. They used to call them VTRs. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that before. Video cassette recorder. What year and how much did the first VTR videotape recorder that you would have in the house and you plug it into the telly? Okay, I'm wanting to what say year? it came into my life probably about 84, so it had to be a few years before that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... 79, and I'm going to say they were probably about $400. It's funny. I would have said mid-70s. It was 1965 that they actually sold them in stores. And think, in 1965, you were cutting $995. Wow. You know, you could buy a car easily for $995 back then. So we make fun of the phones we have in our pocket that cost $1,000, $995 for the thing that absolutely changed the way we watch television and video stores and all that came up. Interesting on the first ones, for people who remember, they would record two hours, and there's a lot of issues, people who tried to record sports and things like that. Then they went to four hours, and that was mind-blowing. You can record for four (laughs) hours. Then they had the ones that would start up, and stop so you could program them to start at 6 and oh, right. at 6.30. And that was another amazing thing. They're now confusing. we have DVRs. Yeah. Now it's like, whatever. That's it. Another great show that debuted, 1969, The Johnny Cash Show. What we loved about The Man in Black was he invited a lot of rockers on that sort of irritated the country crowd. Oh, did he? He would bring in people, just people, because he loved music. And he would bring in some people where people would say, what? You know, why do you have him on? Like Neil Young, who a lot of people in the South didn't like so much. He would have Neil on, but he did Linda Ronstadt and just a lot of the great players at the time. So thumbs up to Local Boy. He worked in the fields of Oxnard. He has a song called Strawberry Pie. Strawberry Pie, which talks about the time he was picking berries out here. Oh, wow. Yeah, Strawberry Pie. I'm sure it's called Strawberry Pie. Uh, But other than that, uh, those are the musical things that happen. So big day. I love when musical styles Mm -hmm. mesh like that. When you get two different styles, you put them together, and then you get kind of like a different sound. And it's really sad when they're just – because you always hear it. You always see it, the closed-minded people that are like, oh, you went and ruined your career. I think Tim McGraw did something with Nelly at one point, and everybody got all upset, and it was really had a cool sound to it. It is the best thing ever. Remember, Neil Young, his name always comes up with me, was in a band with Rick James in an actual band that was signed at Motown, and they remained friends for years. Rick James, it was called the Minor Birds, and that was uh, Neil singing along with Rick James. Imagine that. Yep. There's a couple of records. You can still hear them. But I, I agree with you 100%. When... Elton John redid Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It was a big hit in the 70s. I heard this guy going on and on. He ripped off John Lennon. John Lennon would never (laughs) let this happen. This is BS. This is awful. John Lennon was on the record. He sang on the record. He loved Elton John. They were like buddies. But people get all, this pop guy going up against one of the guys, and people just don't get it. The other guitarists that complimented Prince when they said, who's original? Eric Clapton. 
He said, oh, the only person doing anything original now is Prince. The rockers were like, what? But that's what Eric Clapton said. Oh, he said, and he just shrugged it off. Oh, it's Prince. Wow. Yeah, like nothing. You know, that's how it is. And I agree. I like when those, who would have thought Billy Ray Cyrus would have been with us? Nelly? Right. Was that the one, the, the road song? Oh, that was the uh, Lil Nas, Nas X. X. Little Nas yeah. X, yes. I see, I get my Nas's and my Nelly's all confused. <laughs> but who would have thought that, the, and it was a massive hit. It was huge, yeah. and you would hear it everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. Who gets the last laugh on that? And I thought it was a pretty good sounding song. Yeah, I think it was a good song. People are too easily irritated. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like what I normally listen to, so it can't so be So it good. can't be any good, yeah. yeah. Well, we're done on your birthday. Wow, well, That's that was it. fun. Thanks for the great big birthday cake. I can't wait for you to change mm-hmm. and then pop right back out of it, man. Thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards. We will talk to you on the next episode.